Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, how to be a mentor. I think that we should be able to tap into those, those hidden geniuses here in the D.C. metro area. Here in the greater Washington region, there are many people who would like to start businesses but don't know where to begin or if they've started a business, need help getting to the next level. Providing those resources is a huge challenge and also an opportunity. Jenna Somadecki is founder and CEO of The Mentor Method, and she is right in the middle of solving this problem for D.C. entrepreneurs. Janice, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I can't imagine a, a higher and more important way for somebody to spend time than helping entrepreneurs figure things out. What are you doing at Mentor Method to help D.C. entrepreneurs grow their businesses? So with The Mentor Method, we're the eHarmony for connecting minorities and women in tech to career mentors from companies that are interested in hiring more diversely. So we're providing a pathway between people who are looking for mentorship to um, excel in leadership positions and also sort of branch out into entrepreneurship with people who have already paved the way for them to do so. Minorities and women are two groups of entrepreneurs that are generally underserved from the standpoint of attaining risk capital. Right. And I have been told in other circumstances here on the air and elsewhere that these entrepreneurs tend to outperform given the opportunity. Recently, we had a guest on who pointed out that female-run companies outperform male-run companies by a factor of roughly 20%. Yeah, so, and that's surprising, actually. I mean, not surprising that we do that because women are amazing and we can focus and multitask unlike any other. But it's shocking that we still have to have these conversations in 2017 and that despite having this hard data that actually shows this, improves this, we still need to take extra steps and extra energy to make sure that we are closing the leadership gap between men and women. So as you work with your entrepreneurs, it sounds to me like there's a fair bit of, of coaching. What kind of attributes do you counsel emerging entrepreneurs, emerging women, minority entrepreneurs? What do they have to have in the way of skills that are different from the skills that uh, a middle-aged white male has to have? Well, I cannot speak on the perspective of a middle-aged white male. I can do that <laughs> if you'd like. Um, yeah, absolutely. So um, based on my experience, the first thing is resilience being able to take um, a series of no's, learn from them, and figure out if it's a matter of changing your messaging or if it's a matter of your elevator pitch or your business model, and being open to pivoting, being flexible, also being coachable and teachable. Having that um, eagerness to learn with every opportunity is something that's really important for entrepreneurs to possess as well. I would completely agree with that. I, I will often remark that I think the most important attribute that any successful entrepreneur needs to have is self-awareness and the ability mm -hmm. to take in data and self-correct, which I think is one of the reasons why often uh, women-owned minority-owned businesses outperform because if you're subjected to uh, the unspoken no of classification, it means that you have to be that much stronger in your ability to improvise and turn things around. Absolutely. I think that's something you hit the nail on the head, actually. Um, I know for me, I recognize that while I'm 29, I sound a few years younger. And so being aware of those sorts of things, how you're perceived, the way, you know, even before I open my mouth, how somebody might read me prior to even making the sale or getting into how important and critical what we're doing at the mentor method is um, being aware of those things and knowing how to work around them and also how to use them for your own advantage. I think that's also really important. 
So years ago, I, I left the United States and I went over and lived in the United Kingdom for about seven years. And cool. when I got there as a student, uh, I realized very quickly everybody had an opinion about me as soon as they opened my mouth. You know, they, they liked me or hated me because I was American, but they didn't see me. And, and the lesson I learned there was something I, I tell my students, it's jujitsu. You know, if you understand somebody's unspoken no better than they do, and you address it without calling them out, it often puts them at ease, and in some ways you're ahead of the game because they're intrigued by you. Is that something that you think uh, is an important skill? Yeah, I definitely think that's an important skill. I also think that, um, so for example, with entrepreneurship, going into an investor meeting or going into any sort of um, negotiation, knowing your numbers and being able to speak knowledgeably about the business makes a huge difference. So like I was saying before, you know, sometimes um, people perceive me to be a lot younger than I actually am, or maybe they have some concerns about my ability to run a business. But if I know my numbers, I know exactly the vision that I have for the company. I know how to get there in the next five years, as well as the next like one, three and seven years as well. So being able to um, speak to the business and the business case and focusing on what every investor and every business person wants to know right out of the gate um, is something that's been really helpful for me. And also just trying to find common ground with people. I think just because you're different doesn't mean that there's something wrong and it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with the other person mm -hmm. as well for not being able to understand that. So being able to find common ground and just talk to people like they're people. So at the end of the day, we all eat, sleep and breathe and want to do our very best every day. So being able to relate with that has been helpful. I don't know how many people really focus on this, but I believe that there are more millionaires of minority descent here in, in this area than I would say anywhere else in the country because so many successful entrepreneurs have grown government contracting businesses, for example, or service businesses or family-owned businesses. Do you find that that's an untapped resource from the standpoint of mentorship and role modeling for minority entrepreneurs? Absolutely. I think that you're 100% right. Being able to find those businesses that have been extremely successful, they might not be as widely publicized, they might not be in the spreads of Fortune magazine, but they have that wealth of knowledge, that grit, that drive, that determination that really um, you need in order to build a million dollar business or a $10 million business or a billion dollar industry. You um, Being able to learn from people who have paved the way is crucial. So yeah, I think that we should be able to tap into those those hidden geniuses here in the DC metro area. I, I know a fair number and and I think that it's un it's unappreciated when people talk about entrepreneurship how many people have grown successful businesses with with the government here. Mm -hmm. Janice, I'm sure many people listening to this are are thinking this sounds like the kind of thing they'd want to be involved in. If somebody wants to be a mentor involved with uh, mentor method, how do they find you or mentor method? Yes. Well, if you are interested in being a mentor, please email me, Janice at TheMentorMethod.com. If you're a company that's interested in increasing your diverse hiring pipeline, which I'm sure you would be given this conversation, um, also email me, Janice at TheMentorMethod.com. And you can find me on Twitter at TheMentorMethod. There you have it, folks. Another example of someone who's getting stuff done here in the greater Washington region. Exactly the kind of story we want to highlight on what's working in Washington. Janice Samadeki, go get them. It was great to have you. Thank you. And that's been another episode of What's Working in Washington. 
I've got to tell you, we've been doing this show now for two and a half months, and it is absolutely incredible how many people there are in this region that have great stories to tell. And when they come into the studio, how they come up with other story ideas as well. But make no mistake, this program is about all of you. The greater Washington region, the people are getting things done. If you've got an idea for a story or you want to come on yourself, please direct message us at Twitter at What's Working DC. Make sure to tell your friends to download our show at iTunes. And Jonathan Aberman, that's me, and Tracy Madigan, our producer, really enjoy what we're finding out about how things get done in this great city. And that's what's working in Washington. See you next time.